It's 12 minutes after the hour four. And in case you've just tuned in, welcome to another edition of uh, Catholic Pride. It's changing gear with myself. Father Brian Msanga, a.k.a. Ndavaningi. And a big thank you to Tiso Muswewu, who's been keeping the fort up and alive between 1 and 4. And a big thank you to Nosipo Khatebe, who's also been keeping us informed of what's happening in and around the world. It's the time of the day where we change gear. And uh, we're changing gears, but the feature today is our Catholic Pride. And as per custom and per tradition, we always celebrate our unsung heroes. My hero today and our hero today, our heroine, it's part of our, our August feature. And uh, by the way, uh, we also uh, dedicating this uh, show to the memory of Umam Aritha Franklin, one of, uh, one of our musical legends. And we continue to pray that God may rest her soul in peace. Our guest today, our heroine today and our hero today is um, a former teacher. She, at some point, ended up uh, being a chief examiner. She is a mentor to a lot of people. She is an inspirational speaker. She speaks. She gets a lot of speaking engagements. But besides speaking and looking pretty and beautiful, she's a researcher. She's served on a lot of boards. She has also worked in the industry, in the broadcast industry. And she comes from uh, Kamakeloani, from the public broadcaster. So if you want to know who she is, and if you want to celebrate her with us, please keep it locked on. Do not change that dial. And remember, we're celebrating our unsung heroes in the church and in our communities. It's exactly 14 after 4 and it's that time where we celebrate the people that make us proudly Catholic. Hello, this is Chrisalda Dudumashe. The good news is that uh, we're changing gears with Father Brian Omfundisotu. And it's 19 minutes after the hour four, and we continue to be Radio Veritas, that station that is always bringing you the good news. And this afternoon, we're bringing you good music and a good person for a change. If you've just tuned in, we are live on DSTV on the audio bouquet on 870. We're coming to you live also on 576 AM. And for those who are very fortunate enough to listen in and via the internet, it's www.radioveritas.co.za. And that was again Aretha Franklin and my guest was already in tears before I even introduced her King King you you were you were you were really getting into a trance eh? King let there be light let they thinking be of the good old days where did it take you ma oh it t- took me to when I was young <laughs> And even, you know, on my wedding day. Oh, no. Honeymoon. Wow. <laughs> wow. That bridge over traveled waters, let it be. But wow. it also took me to the time when I had an appointment with my God. Ah, mm. beautiful, yeah. beautiful. And what did you see yourself wearing? Short skirt and <laughs> a white shirt. Wow. Wow. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Ma, please introduce yourself. Because guess what? I cannot introduce you myself. Because I am sitting in the presence of history this afternoon. Please, Kupa, who's introducing you? We're not 
because but, oh, the listeners really want to know who who are we celebrating this afternoon and if you just tuned in it is our catholic pride and i'm sitting in the presence of uh, greatness i'm sitting in the presence of history ah good afternoon to all our listeners oh tune in to good news for a change this is a very special day for me mom yvonne Busisewekame, mm. who is a proudly catholic mm. and who stands here and say there is a God. Wow. 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 And Jesus, I trust in you because I've seen your messes and your grace and your love and your light. We will be coming to your faith journey. <laughs> we will be coming to your faith journey. Marama, you you began your career as a teacher. Yes. Umedem. I started my career as a teacher inspired by that desire to share knowledge, to awaken something in people, their greatness, to unskill them, mm-hmm. but even deeper, mm. just to love them. And you ended up as an executive called SABC. <laughs> they, From being a teacher to ending up as an executive and somebody who didn't end up as an executive, you ended up being having directorships of so many organizations. It was a journey and I didn't walk it alone, mm-hmm. all get God's grace and my faith. But one thing remained constant in my journey mm-hmm. that I need to teach. And I looked around and explored what is it that South Africa needed at the time. Mm-hmm. And in my view, I believed so much that, you know, education is our wealth, is our strength as a nation. Mm-hmm. And I've traveled so many journeys, uh, yes. right from the classroom yes. to publishing, yes. to broadcasting, yes. Yes. <laughs> to <laughs> mentoring, inspiring. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have done so, so many things, but uh, very much guided uh, also by my faith. But it was all in the name of love. Mm-hmm. It was all in the name of empowering mm. and skilling, mm. educating, and making sure that um, someone gets awakened. Ma, let's go to where the journey began. So where, na- where are you from originally? Originally, uh, I come from Gahis. I was born in South Africa. Mm-hmm. But we, my father was working in the mines. So we stayed in very different places in the Krugersdorp area, in mm-hmm. Chamdo. Mm-hmm. That's where I listed during the years when I was born in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Eh? That's where we were located. So you're a Western girl. Yes, I'm a Western girl. Mm-hmm. Came to Gahiso. Mm-hmm. Uh, stayed in Gahiso 1 in Lusham and then Gahiso 2, Kozakani. Yes, Wait. I went to school to St. Peter's. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what happens when you are born in a Catholic family? Mm-hmm. You grow that way, so okay. St. Peter's, so Bo, Sister Michael, Bo, Sister Eugene, Basapela, hey, yeah. mm-hmm. hey, those uh, our teachers, and then but uh, my secondary education was at Marion Hill. Ah, you went to St. Francis College. The St. Francis College. The famous St. Francis. <laughs> Francis College. So I enjoyed uh, showering with cold water every day. <laughs> And waking up early and walking in silence. Can mm. you imagine over 200 girls and walking in silence? Mm. But that instilled so much peace in me. So mm. I know how to meditate in the morning because I did it 
over and over again over the five years. And at home, Nibangagi? Ekaya Bagiti, so my parents, my mother was so Catholic, no contraception. Mm-hmm. So gave birth to 11 babies. Wow. So I'm number nine. However, we sadly lost uh, the four sisters. Okay. But we are a family of uh, mainly uh, girls, and we've got one brother. No. We a special one. Just one brother. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And describe the household you grew up in. Uh, we grew up in a very simple uh, family because my parents were very uh, basic. Mm-hmm. They, all they had was a deep faith. And the love and the hope and the trust that mm-hmm. our children will have a greater future. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have fancy things to give us, but my mother was a good cook. Mm-hmm. I still can't do her fish pies during Good Friday. Yes. Yeah, and the curry fish. <laughs> she did it so well and baked her makeke for our father mbata, our father shumang, and all of that. But she was also such a loving mother. And she gave us uh, the values. And my father, in his silence, what I remember, which actually even gave me tears, is that each time a girl was born, she never said, not another girl. He was so happy and embraced us. Wow. The end very little, but did the best they can. And they took most of us to the Catholic schools and even better, the boarding schools. And what was your dream then? For yourself, my dream then. Did oh, you know Uti, you'd end up conquering the world like you've done? Because <laughs> you have. Because if you didn't, you'd not be sitting here today. I mean, you go from the classroom to boardrooms, from boardrooms to to international offices, go America, go kai kai from getting awards. Did you know from your humble beginnings? You were going to even, yeah, you probably knew you might have ended up, I'm not sure, as a teacher then. But did you think you would even end up on top of the world? I think all the other things were uh, just a blessing, uh, God's grace, you know, also our parents' prayers and uh, just a God's love. But all I knew from childhood I would role play as a teacher. I had this desire of Umetem. teaching. But uh, I never knew that uh, it will manifest uh, the way it did. But what I did have was the hope and the faith and the love and the courage uh, that my parents say. Uh, it's 28 us. minutes after 4 and uh, <laughs> if you've just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas 576am and we're celebrating our Catholic pride and this week we celebrate celebrating Umam Yuvon Chame and uh, she is sharing, us, sharing with us her faith journey and her story. When we come back from the break, we are going to unpack how she made the transition from breaking each hook from the classroom <laughs> to... To being, to being an executive at the, at the SABC, yes, an executive at the SABC, to even getting awards, international awards, and to being a researcher, to be, you know, it goes on and on. So if you're stuck in traffic, please take it easy and buckle up, respect other road users, and those of you who are cooking at home, allow us to be your uninvited guests, because Niblome, no father, or do more. 
It's 28 minutes before the hour five, and if you've just tuned in, welcome, and where have you been? I'm joined in studio by our Catholic Pride for this week, Umamiu Von Khame, and uh, we've actually been saying she is a teacher, she's been a chief examiner, she's been a researcher, she's a motivational speaker and inspirational speaker at the same time. She served as editorial manager for, for, for local content at the SABC, she's been an executive even there, she's a war- She's been awarded several awards locally and internationally. I, 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 you know, her CV just goes on and on and on. And we're celebrating her in this month of Women, Women's Month. And as we continue to pay tribute to Umam Ariza Franklin, she's also one of those people that we are praising and celebrating this afternoon. Mom, Yvonne, you chose that track. Tell me a little bit about that. I chose that track because it's a track that made it possible, Mm -hmm. amongst other things, that today we connect. Mm -hmm. Almost uh, 12 years ago, it's Mm -hmm. about 11 and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that part. (laughs) Yeah. I had this uh, special appointment with my God Mm -hmm. here when I had a double stroke uh, Mm -hmm. whilst driving. And uh, I was diagnosed with a very complex uh, tumor. tumor, brain tumor. It's called the glomus jugulari. Pressing all my vitals. Threatening life. So I was discharged to say go home. We don't know, but we are unable to help. You. This is the end of the road. Go prepare for the yes. next life. Yes. So when I went home, what about jail? I remembered say, my teachings from the Catholic Church, from my parents and everything. So I, I prayed I prayed. I also listened to music. Mm. I was in gratitude. And in gratitude? After you'd received that information? Yes. yes, because I just thought I was blessed to be awake to hear that. Some people don't get an opportunity. Uh, before you know it, they are gone. So when you've got a chance to say something that reminds you that they are two constant things and that are certain in life Mm -hmm. that's change Mm -hmm. and death Mm. so all of a sudden i remembered that this body is not a monument Mm. and then but what crossed my mind is that did i make the best of my life Mm. did i live fully and how did you respond to that did you live fully at the, when you looked back at that time after you had received the, the, the not so good news? Ogori, yeah. you have a threat of cancer yes. and you, your days are possibly numbered. What did you see in the rare big back, in the rare mirror of your, of, your, of, 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 of your life? What did you see? Were you happy with how you had lived your life? I can just, uh, for this wotum, hey. I can just put it simply as firstly, Uthlengiwe puts it in the song that I listened a lot. That my sins mm. were higher than the mountain mm. when the Lord sanctified me. Mm. And that directed me to reading the Bible, which is also something very special for us being Catholics, reading mm. the Bible. Mm. So I stayed so much here with the Isaiah 43. Mm. And I felt that a special appointment with my creator that I called you by name mm. just because you're precious to me and I will walk this journey with you. Wow. We're going to cross rivers together. going to cross fire together. 
And in that way, I also during my reading of the Bible, trying to keep my mind still, not looking back, not looking forward and just being there. And I find myself uh, discovering each other's prayer. And wherever I was, whether I was in a shower or anything or going through very a hectic a treatment, mm. I would just say, oh my God, if you could just lay your hands on me and bless me and guide me and protect me and multiply my territory and would free you, me from pain. Would you describe that moment of your illness as one of the lowest moments in your life? Oh, it was, it was my turning point in my life. Um, it deepened my faith, but even better, it opened a door for all these uh, sacred uh, encounters and one of them it, it's still happening it's a journey one of them being you Radio Veritas mm -hmm. being Father Joseph and the mm -hmm. prayer warriors mm -hmm. being to all the healing priests that mm -hmm. I have had an encounter with about Father Neville mm -hmm. Father Wayne mm -hmm. Father Andrew yeah. yeah and I also met many 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 people who had strong faith mm -hmm. in a multi-faith way. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. I had people meditating for me worldwide from the Brahma Kumaris, yeah. the people I've encountered with. And once I surrendered to say, God, let it be, show me the way, which is by the way. Your That's why song. that song, let it be, uh, it reminds me of God's grace. Mm -hmm. His grace is sufficient. Because all I can say that even if your sin is sins are as red as blood, mm. but when you surrender, God changes the tune. God changes the gear. Who was there in your life at that time when all these things were happening? Who had never been there? You know, my husband was more closer. My children, my brothers, my sisters, my family, mm. my church. Mm. And it reminded me one thing, mm. that I put so much uh, focus and attention, you know, on my career development, on mm. work and anything. Mm. And forgot something very special, that's a home. That's where life begins and it never ends. Yeah. So it united us as a family. And as you said, it made me also reflect well. If, did I love uh, my family deeply? Was I available? And did I serve? And all those things. And I can tell you right now that when I looked at that mirror, mm. it's not a mirror that I wanted to see. Mm. Mm. But I was taught courage from childhood mm. and faith yes. and the power of yes. prayer. Were they I people, had to go in there. Umami Von, that sort of were there and walked out because there were people, you know, you know, when things like that mm. happen, Empilon is there too. Mm. You discover who are your true soldiers, who <laughs> are your generals. <laughs> Let's talk about that because, uh, without, without sugar coating it, without obviously, won't get into names. Yeah, but that is that is so true. Did you think, how even you, Brutus, my friend? That is so true. All I can tell you is that that journey, that's why I ended up calling it infinite grace or boundless grace because it was a miraculous uh, awakening mm. and when you know you're facing real change in your life mm. that's when you can see mm. real people mm. 
and I watch the distance. There are so many people who walked the journey with me. Mm-hmm. And there are so many who touched me to a point of as I'm talking to you. Yes. There's tears around my eyes. Mm-hmm. Who never judged me. Mm-hmm. Who never doubted that, you know, I will break through. They gave me the courage. They supported me. Mm-hmm. And they looked at my strength. Because you must know that when you brain damaged, that's hectic. If you look at all the functions. So, Mom, Yvonne, you, you had a stroke and you were... And a brain tumor on my left. You don't strike me like somebody who survived that now. Because of the miraculous healing is the power of prayer. Proudly Catholic. <laughs> That is what happened. But as you said, that uh, what changes then? And then, then you will see the true colors of people. And because, as I say, that the impact of what happens, you know what stroke does. I looked twisted. I looked. I couldn't smile. I couldn't close my left eye. And my, no. my speech was slurred. You're speaking slow, sometimes not coherent. And because you, you, your functions on the left brain are not in order, uh, and the right brain is fast. So you speak faster than, you know, think faster than you speak. And then sometimes things are not. Yeah, but my my touching moment also was going through occupational therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, they use a clock and you are with the babies there. They're five-year-olds and whatever. And you see things are not coming together. And they give you a percentage each time so that you can face the reality. You can know the truth of what happened to you. And you can take the responsibility and have hope that it will be well. And when you start and things are not coming together, you're doing the puzzles with the children. It's not coming together. You start with a 30% and then with a smile when you get to 97%. All I can say is that anything that touches your brain and even with stroke, you need to start afresh. You relearn things, you unlearn others, and you learn new things. But the most critical moment is that what emerges is a new Yvonne. But Mom Yvonne, were you not tempted at some point to throw the towel and say, I so Gwanel? It's amazing because I had such a unshakable faith. And I guess it stemmed from the first lesson that I had to learn mm-hmm. was that listen to God, God's voice. Mm-hmm. Because remember that uh, nobody took me to hospital. I drove myself there. The stroke happened on the road. I was from a conference. And even when I got there, although they quickly detected this the double stroke and two clots on my left brain and whatever, but they couldn't diagnose my brain tumor until I said to my neurosurgeon, please do something else. My left head is heavy. I am so grateful I met that doctor. Mm. She was humble. She listened. She was open-minded. She took me to more, more, more x-rays because I had done a brain scan. Then it took me to the MIR, took me to the CAT scan, and came back with the news that Yvonne, we've got good news that you were right. There's something dramatic in your head. And then the bad news is that it's sitting in a very delicate it was on my brain stem. You know your brain stem is your vital and it controls all the whatever. So but 
the blessing was that God revealed it. And being having done all these things, you know, preset, editing and whatever, I needed to do one thing, to be humbled and listen to God's voice, God's guidance. Because remember when they said, go home, it's the end of the road. I am telling you that it's almost 12 years and we're together and because God is you a healer. Were, you were never alone. Yes, I was alone never alone. In that journey. Never alone. It's 15 minutes before the hour five, and if you've just tuned in, I am joined in studio by Umami Von Hame, and her story is making me have goosebumps. She's a survivor of a brain tumor. She has also survived a stroke, and um, she managed to defy all the odds of her life after she was told that she had a few days to live and now it's 12 years later she is healed she's up and about i am going to be taking pictures of her you would not be able to realize that she has survived a stroke and uh, but before the stroke there was also her life um she she had a full life in in, in corporate in education in film and television in broadcast in writing in print and in media she i think yeah so gingo gingo see over universe ageko ageko go see over universe it appears and things are because um sometimes you know we overwork ourselves and get so stressed and we forget that um you're not alone and the life will go on with or without you when yeah. we come back from the break, we are going to be discussing uh, women, women in corporates, and how we can be, how you can be better sisters towards one another, yes. and how you can support one another as women and ladies of faith. <laughs>